And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father, through the Son, and by the Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, in lieu of a DDD teaching that we did about five weeks ago, I want to talk about a strategy that I want to implement for myself and for the show and for the audience, too. We're going to do a little bit more living like Eva. (laughs) Just wait. You're like, living like Eva. Okay, Dave, is this a movie? No. Eva comes from the word Eve, which means life. But as you should be aware, it is also an acronym. You're thinking for what? An acronym? What's it stand for, Dave? Every victory acknowledged. Eva. Did you hear what I said? Every victory acknowledged. Every victory we have in the Lord needs to be appreciated and acknowledged. Every one no matter how big or how small. After all, he knows the hairs on our head. Ooh. Next, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. That's the cry of the people that need relief. Remember? Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Okay, that's funny. All right, that's awesome. We found deliverance. We found grace. We find a fresh start. But then we do the same things or even something more stupid. And then we cry out, I can't believe I ate the whole thing again. You'll understand. And then finally, from Bible Baloney Beatdown, the reasonings are irrefutable. Like when a Princeton professor of theology said that Jesus never confessed that he was a messiah, Wow, that sounds so impressive, but it's so incredibly wrong that Princeton is now thought of as the pew and not the pulpit. Titles mean very little, and people who don't know Jesus hold no authority or divine influence. The greatest theologian in the world that does not acknowledge Jesus as Lord or the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is just another fake influencer. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show. It's kind of cool. David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. You can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. 
when you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! All right, now talking to Dynamite D is just like this. The last one was so good because it had to do with a parking spot. Listen to this one. Talking to Dynamite D is like being invited to a barbecue. I mean, come on. Is the barbecue good? The barbecue is barbecue ribs, and it is good. I'll take it. Okay. You can have beef or pork. doesn't matter. Whatever your preference. Beef. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This show makes you hungry, though, doesn't it? As you get to this point now, it's like two something. It's like, where are the ribs, Dave? Hey, it's always food with us. Hey, David, we're still waiting on an apple pie, too. I just got to say that. Right. Apple pie a la mode. Where's our our apple pie and ice cream? Just putting it out there. All right. Just putting that out. Just putting it out there. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you have an opinion, a thought, a question, or a comment, you are welcome to share that. Now, some days I'm a little more fun and playful. Some days I'm a little more teachy, teachy. Some days I'm a little more preachy, preachy. Some days I'm a little more he's lost his mind. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's no different than you are. Okay, there's no difference. We're all the same. Okay, that's why we're, we're in fellowship. Fellow, the same ship, boat. We're all in the same boat. We're all doing this together. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to grow in the Lord. We're trying to strengthen each other in the Lord. We're trying to bless one another in the Lord the best we can. If you've got something that you need prayer for, let's allow us, or please allow us to participate with you. If you've got something that you want to share as a praise, just like uh, a wonderful job that Joy Ann did, she she just shares great stories, and the Lord is with her and has blessed her, and, and you get to hear that, and then you get to hear, you know, that's great, but I care about the other people and how they're doing too. That should encourage you, because other people care about you. And that's just good to know, okay? I mean, it's a it's a good thing, you know. It's not. I'm not trying to give you a a, a reference to an '80s show that will make you do something bad. But the the theme song, you just want to go where everybody knows your name, is not an incorrect principle. You just want to be known, right? I mean, that's just true. And so, if you got something you want to share, you got something you want to communicate, Wowzer Bowser, Wowzer Bowser, reach out to us. Touch base with us. We love it. We love it. You know, I mean, the show's kind of a cross between Steve Martin, Sean Hannity, and Focus on the Family until somebody finds out something wrong with Steve Martin. Then we'll <laughs> The way these people are now, everything is just like, I'm sorry, that offends me. You know what offends me? People that get offended. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's just should be, that should be the bumper sticker. I am offended by people who are offended. That should just solve it right there question is over keep in mind uh uh that you just got to buckle up little campers uh because this is kind of how this is kind of how the show goes i will announce right now that the next book that we are teaching is in fact first timothy is the book that we are teaching next it is in fact the one we are doing you're going to like some of it not like a lot of it i'm just telling you up ahead of time uh, and I'm just forewarning you as nice as I can that when we get into 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, you're going to find Dave being very specific on what was written to first Tim- in 1 Timothy and what was written to Titus are not allowed to be combined, although many churches combine them as qualifications. Why are they not allowed to be combined? Because they're two completely different situations, and that's just called lazy. 
<laughs> Look what it says. It's not even what it says. So we'll get to that. You'll see that. You'll hear that. You'll be going, what? And there's a reason why the qualifications for Titus were different than Timothy, and we'll get into that later on as well. So we are going to be doing First Timothy, and the book after that will be First Samuel. I've already got that prepped and ready to go. I do want to remind you to uh, check out the podcast. It's worthwhile. And I want to do this short teaching, and then after this short teaching in the next segment, I'm going to spend a little more time talking about Eva. You'll understand if, you, if we just got to really work at it hard. It's really, really important, but it'll save us from complaining as much as we do. First, let's deal with this, though, okay? The plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Okay, for those that don't remember, that's Alka-Seltzer, okay? I should do a trivia question. Should I? Should I do a trivia question? I can do it. It's, it's easy. All right. Uh, when Jesus said, uh, what did you go out into the desert to see? What was the answer? Remember Jesus says, what did you go out in the desert to see? What was the answer when he said that? For those who are thinking a cactus, you're probably probably a little bit off there. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Somebody calling in already. Text 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I love shows like this because I love the teaching and the varieties and the different way it goes. Plus, I also love the opportunity for you guys to be able to call, share, in, and talk and, and do stuff. So I hope it's a blessing for you. We do have somebody that is ready to answer their trivia question. So let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yeah, this is Captain Kirk from the Star Trek. <laughs> Uh, now I'm jealous. I'm on my own ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, let you answer a trivia question. I'll go from there. When Jesus said, what did you go out in the desert to see? What was the answer? Well, uh, to see a person with a linen, a fine linen cloth, or a royal robe, or or the wind was blowing, something like that. Yeah, here's here's the funny thing about what Jesus said. What Jesus said is, what did you go out to see? And actually, in the Greek, it does say that. It's got, got that, like, like uh, ex, not exclusive, the inclusive, includes everything, which is ironic because he, people went out to see John the Baptist. Yes, or a prophet, or a greater than correct, a prophet. Correct, correct. And so even though Jesus said, what did you go out to see, there's a certain aspect. I would have taken almost any answer on this because any answer is going to be correct. But it's a, there's a certain sense where you understand the spectacle of the prophet. It's like, that's oh. what people went out to see. They heard about John the Baptist. They're like, what? You got to see this guy, man. He's out there. He's doing this weird stuff, man. People are getting baptized. It's, it's really crazy stuff. And it's like, okay, what, what, we got to go check that out. And it wasn't at a fancy place. It was at the, uh, it was in the desert. <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't, wasn't really in the park. It was in the desert, kind of off-road. You know what I'm saying? I always found that to be an amazing element. So, But good job, my bro. Good job. Good. Well, uh, thank you. Ta- tell me how you're doing. What's happening with life? Uh, life is crazy. And, uh, yeah, actually, last night I had a really, really difficult night. I was feeling very rejected and felt like a nobody cares, even if I do exist or not. <laughs> uh, so it, it was a rough night. Put it in this way, if I'll be honest and blunt. So was there anything yeah. particular that happened, or are you just kind of feeling downs and bluesy? Is it, uh, or a little both? I think there are so many different 
aspects are in ties with each other, so feel just like I know people, oh, yeah, Sam, you're so great, you're so godly, blah, blah, blah. But then nobody sees the gift in me or nobody is willing to walk with me to 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 cultivate those gifts or mentor me. I mean, that's kind of... And then here, out of Wazoo, somebody came and they've been put in a position. Yes, I was jealous to see all those things. I know it's wrong, but uh, as a human, I was very jealous and and uh, angry. I said, Lord, what, what is up? I mean, uh, okay, because I don't have that last name as they have or they know somebody. Uh, so, I mean, I said, yeah, it's just was bugging me and I feel so rejected and condemned. Yeah. All right. So there, there's a couple of responses. I'm not going to, I can't sum it up like, you know, uh, like, uh, like a doctor on, on the radio, they can give you all the answers. I don't want you to get the wrong idea, but I can speak truth to the situation from a biblical point of view that Mm -hmm. may help you in your mind and in your heart. Okay. If, and I know you know this, but I think you need to be maybe reminded that if God didn't trust you, he wouldn't give you the gifts that you have. That does not mean that those gifts will be manifest the way that you would think they'd be manifest, which totally understand. But the Bible says a man's gifts make room for him. In other words, there's a process that you go through where those gifts or those abilities and those opportunities become used from God by from his point, from his perspective. And and as and as much as you're going to hate me to say this, and as much as I love you in the Lord, Moses knew he had a gift. He jumped early. Somebody died, and then God had to slap him on the backside of a desert for 40 years. So the the real response to that is know what your gift is, stay humble in that, ask the Lord to help you, and when the timing is right and perfect, to give you the patience so that the next time it happens you're not jealous, but you're blessed that that person got into that spot and you will dutifully and faithfully wait for your timing. And if the Lord makes it a human versus a him just teaching you, then so be it, and if not, then so be it. No, that that's correct. I mean, this morning I I was convict. I mean, convicted by the I believe the Holy Spirit that I was jealous is not a good thing. So I repented. Yeah. But I was just sharing that as my human side. Yeah. Yeah. I know on a spiritual side I know all those things, but but it was kind of very weird night that I cried with tears and I feel so rejected and lonely. Yeah. I say, oh, if I die today, nobody's going to remember me at all. Who the heck he was, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, so. the, here's the thing. The human side, there is pain. I mean, there's nothing to say there isn't. That's kind of silly. But as that is being eradicated piece by piece, because you know he's trying to get you to more to the to the divine side than the human side, you have to already know that there's more people that know who you are that you have never met than you could even imagine. And because of that, you 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 have to trust how that—I know it's so hard, but you have to trust. The Lord showed me something way, way back when I was going through something kind of similar, 
And uh, just had to do with that ripple effect. You don't know that one person talks to one person, talks to one person, talks to one person, and 30 people out, that person makes this huge impact. But never would have done it without the original first 30 pings in the water. It's just like that's how it goes. So we love you, brother. People here care for you, and nobody's making fun of the pain or the discomfort, okay? Mm-hmm. But, but we, well, we stand with you, and we want you to mm-hmm. know that we stand by your side. Well, I mean, that's why I'm sharing, because I trust you, I know, uh, and our audience. And I, I say I want to be real and vulnerable, like, a yes, it wasn't a good night for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love the Lord very dearly. I could take a bullet for him. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. But, but it was kind of, as a human, I feel so rejected. And I said, well, what is up? Like, why people are not seeing the gift? I mean, uh, here somebody came with a such and such last name, or they know somebody, and they introduced, and they got that job. And uh, here I've been praying for 10 years, and it's not happening. I said, uh, am I missing, or are they missing something? If somebody ever cares, or it's just a wishy-washy word to say on my face. Yeah, you know, you said something in that that I found to be fascinating. Actually, you you know, you said something really, really important, and that is, you you're really hurt by the rejection. <laughs> that see, I would be the guy that comes along next to you and go, because this is what I do. That's what connects you to Jesus. Because imagine how rejected he felt being the creator and then still being rejected. That's what makes you closer to Christ. I know that's a hard one. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Oh, no, that's true one. Yeah, that's no, that, it does. And it's, it's, it is, and, and it's that, hard. You got to let it work its way. You shall know the truth, and the sh- truth will set you free. The word is make you free. It's a process. It takes some time. And let it work mm-hmm. in you, okay? We love you. Yeah. You know you're loved by people on this show. But yeah. be aware that whatever, whatever happens in your life, if it makes you more like Jesus, then that's the right track. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and I'm and I'm so glad that I'm talking to the Doctor uh, Spoon, not to Doctor Phil. <laughs> Same amount of hair, but anyway, <laughs> his mustache is bigger. <laughs> no, when you were earlier, you were sharing somehow my silly mind was going when it's way way back in the days. I said when had Afro hair, big Afro. <laughs> Yeah. I love no, you, thank you, David. Uh, Besides this all silliness, thank you for listening. You are more uh, than my welcome. heartache and my rejection, and and I know that you, that you and our audience, uh, I mean your audience, cares about me, and I know that you guys pray for me, and I pray for the, for you and for the audience uh, as a brother in Christ. So, so thank you. You're welcome, uh, for my brother. Listening. Thank you, my brother. All right, I will love you, and I'll. I'll catch up with you again on this Star Trek. Yes. Amen. (laughs) I want my ship back. No, that's okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Great job. All right. Love you, brother. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye-bye. All right. So here's what we're going to do. So our show, you know, 
what is this is our show this is what we do <laughs> Who cares? I, I think that was a good uh that was good for him to share that because you don't know what others are going through and i also say just pray that god would open up the doors for you you know go to god in prayer that he open up that door for that gift to be exploited for his kingdom so you know share it to god because you never know where he wants you to go maybe somewhere else who knows that you know that's such a great that's such a great statement see so i dynamite d's in the spot folks so it just being praying for the open door, you know that the Lord will use it when the timing is right, and uh, um, you just got to be willing. I think when you, when you think when you think of what Isaiah, well, who will go for me? You have to be the here am I. Yeah, here yeah. am I. Well, what if does that mean I have to relocate? Might we don't know. <laughs> Might I did a lot, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I went from Texas. I went from San Diego yeah. to Texas. Yeah. But originally from Michigan, though, wasn't it, Dave? Originally Michigan, Michigan to Arizona, wow. Arizona to California, California to Texas. Short stop in Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Well, it's, it's just yeah. like it's yeah. amazing if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we love those type of calls, Dave. Yeah, I I, love, we love those type of calls. I love, I love the realness of our faith. Yeah, that's what I like. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. We're going to spend a lot of time on this Eva thing, so everybody just might as well relax. It's really important. Actually, it'd probably be pretty helpful for Samson as well. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering his own lamb of sacrifice because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that 
acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. So I got to let Dynamite D know. So because of that delay, we're probably going to have a whole segment out. So just be ready because I don't want it to catch you off guard because, you know. That's how we talk in the radio jargon. Most people do it with hand signals. I just go on the air and tell them. Hey, it's fine. That's like that's how we do it, folks. Might as well get used to it. Don't just not professional radio. It's just radio. Uh, here's your trivia question: To whom? To whom? I just saw the other day this really intense drama, and the guy goes, "Well, who did it?" And the guy goes, "Whom?" And the guy goes, "The guy goes, really?" <laughs> it's like so funny. To whom did Jesus say? The water I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Who did he say that to is the question. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in, I don't know what you can do, text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. Now I have once again in my hands just just these are just so funny. I'm sorry. Now for people that don't think things like this are funny, I can't I can't help you. These are funny. They're really funny actually and you don't have to uh appreciate them. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to like them, but they're funny. Okay, and I'm gonna tell them anyway. So you might as well either get, you might as well, if you can't get out of it, get into it. <laughs> so here we go. This is what it is, right? Are you ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight one-liners. Got yourself ready? All right. Speaking of Star Wars, ready? What did the stormtrooper say when he entered the church? Pew 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 pew. Get it? Yay! Come on. <laughs> Is that not funny? A dentist's favorite hymn. We've done this before. Crown him with many crowns. That's a classic. <laughs> the salesman's favorite scripture passage. What's the salesman's great uh, favorite scripture passage? The one about the Great Commission. Okay. He's a salesman. Lives up permission. Uh, commission. Uh, why did the hawk sit on the church's steeple? Because it's a bird of prey. Tommy Jesus! This is so funny. These are the ones that offend people that I find amazing. Ready? This is a classic. Who is the patron the patron saint of poverty? Who is the patron saint of poverty? Saint Nicholas. Wow. Nicholas. Wow. You get it? No nickels. Okay. All I can say is wow. Okay. 
It's the difference between Jesus and a pizza. The difference between Jesus and a pizza is Jesus cannot be topped. Oh, that's a good one. And then finally, last one, two ministers met in the afterlife, and one said, isn't heaven wonderful after parish ministry? And the other replied, uh, this isn't heaven. You're killing me, small. <laughs> Come on, all right, we got somebody who's ready to. That is so funny. Uh, knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great, Gary. I got to tell you, St. Nicholas. I mean, that is just <laughs> the patron saint of poor. That's a, that's a classic. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just kind of lose it on stuff like that. Uh, to whom did Jesus say the water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life? I believe that was the woman at the well. That is correct, sir! Exactly! Exactly. We actually had many guesses, and they were not as uh, maybe close to the target as we were hoping. Uh, how are you feeling, by the way, sir? How are you doing? Well, uh, I'm alive. <laughs> I, I might be feeling a little better. All right, so that's worth it. I still want to pray over you because I like to pray over you. Because, okay. I, I, it, you know what, it makes me, it increases my faith for you. And so that's why I want to keep praying for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, well, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. I lift up my brother Gary. You know, we, we hear one another. We know the, the things that people are going through. We are praying for him, for his vitality, for uh, just a, a pouring out of energy and strength into his body. It's, it goes through quite a bit. And it's just these moments where you can pour upon him like a wave and just let him know that your presence is refreshing his body, his mind, all the parts that are in him. And I'm, I'm just asking you, because he's a brother of mine, we are your kids, you're our dad, you're our father, and we ask you, Dad, Father, please touch my brother Gary by the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray you give him vitality and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. And, amen. And, and I prayed for all of you Sunday. Thank you for that, brother. And keep praying for us. You know we need your help, okay? And I'll so, keep praying for you. I appreciate it. God bless you. Okay, God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So I want to hook in with uh, Dynamite D and make sure he knows that we're going to just go to the 42 break at this point because I want to teach this thing on uh, Eva, and then after that, in that last segment, we'll do the uh, history and stuff like that and more trivia. So this is going to take a little bit of time, not a ton of time, but I really want you guys to hear what I'm saying. So we did a teaching uh, on, on the 18th, was it the 18th or the 8th of November? Let me look at my notes. It was the 8th of November. Okay, so that's a while ago uh, that we did this teaching, and the teaching had to do with not giving the Lord his due. Okay. So listen to what I'm saying about that, because this is kind of the kick, all right? All right? So the passage that we had used in this discussion was—and and so you'll see how I do this. The passage uh, that I we used is 2 Chronicles 32, 25, and it says this, But Hezekiah's heart was proud, and he did not respond to, respond to the kindness shown him. Therefore, the Lord's wrath was upon him on Judah and in Jerusalem. So the passage, 2 Chronicles 32, 25, Hezekiah was proud and did not respond to the kindness shown him. So now I have that same passage in five other translations. 
Okay, so I'm going to read them all. That's the best way to do it. All right, here's I, I'm, I'm just going to read the different translations. If you really love one, text me and I'll tell you what translation was. Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him, and he became proud. Hezekiah did not make return according to the benefit done him. For his heart was proud, which is just like amazing. Uh, because his heart was proud, Hezekiah did not repay the favor shown him. Here's King James. But Hezekiah rendered not again according to the benefit done unto him, for his heart was lifted up. But Hezekiah did not repay according to the favor shown him, for his heart was lifted up. A new American standard. Hezekiah did nothing in return for the benefit he received because his heart was proud. Okay. Those are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different translations. And you can tell me, oh, translations, they really change the flavor. Everything is being said. Meh. <laughs> when you read that, you go, uh, God did for him. He didn't respond. He didn't respond because he was full of pride. That's not a good idea. I don't know how you can miss that message, but okay, we'll just, you know, see Dick run, see Jane run, see Dick and Jane run. Anyway, the point being in this teaching we were talking about, it's really important for us to understand that God does many things for us. And he does more things than you and I are aware of. And I think that's a fair uh, statement that there's not a chance on, on this earth and in this lifetime you will know every nuance of God in your life because you already don't know how many hairs you had on your head, and he does. Okay, so just by declaration of gospel, he is past you. Okay, without us doing anything or saying anything. In this case, and I just want you to understand something about Hezekiah. When you read 2 Kings chapter 18, and it talks about Hezekiah, Hezekiah is lights out fantastic. Okay, just in case you're kind of getting weird on me. Okay, when you get into the Chronicles, the Chronicles examines. So, so the, the kings examines the kings in Israel and the kings of Judah. In the Chronicles, it just really examines the kings of Judah. So it picks apart the good, the bad. I mean, it really kind of dives in there and pulls stuff out. So in the Chronicle passage, it's like he didn't respond to the kindness. And the Lord wasn't too happy with him. He didn't like the way he engaged. In, in it, it doesn't say it the same way in the Kings, in the book of 2 Kings 18, because uh, Ezekiel was a lot, lot better, did, went a lot, lot uh, stronger, and just kind of highlighted some of his good stuff. The key to the message is this. God does stuff for you every day. Sometimes that stuff is big. Sometimes that stuff is little. Little, you know, right? But the Bible says, despise not the day of small things. And when the Lord does little or big, we need to appropriately respond. That's what I'm talking about. We need to have the right response according to the benefit done to us. And you think, okay, well, at the end of the day, I thank him. Okay, so when I do my personal devotions, I do it at the beginning of the day uh, so that I can be reminded of it and blah, blah, blah. I don't say thank you as much at nighttime because I'm just tired and I want to go to bed. <laughs> so I usually do it at the beginning of the day. That's a personal preference, okay? But the fact of the matter is that is not acknowledging every single moment because there's so many more moments and we just brush them by. Like, yeah, whatever. Do you get to work safely? Do you ever consider this? Do you know how many people die every day in cars? I answered, did you say thank you? Oh, it's just me driving. Ah, see. <laughs> see right there.
That's all I'm just trying to say. You think that's such a little, oh, it's such a little thing? It's because God has given you an assignment of time. That's why. And even the devil who doesn't like you can't change that. So why this becomes important is this. This idea of Eva, so I don't want you to get weird on me or anything. I've done this before. Eva is a female-given name. It is the Latin counterpart of the English Eve. That's all it is. So it's Eve only in Latin. Okay, But the reason I used it is because it's a great acronym, not because of anything else. I just got lucky or blessed that it's uh, that it's, it happens to work out. It's derived from the Hebrew name meaning life. And what Eva stands for is every victory acknowledged. Every victory acknowledged. You don't have to build a monument to it. You don't have to build a plaque. You can say thank you. I can say thank you. Get done with this show. Get in the car. I should say thank you. Thank you. Why? That even got to do the show. What else should be thankful for? The Dynamite D had a great add-on to something that had to do with Samson. I should be thankful for that. You know, I walked in today, and you know what he said to me? How you doing? How you feeling? I should be thankful for it. You see that success of silly things? No, it's not. It's important. And these are the things that we get so caught up in, these little things that they mean nothing, that all we focus in on is the big, huge moments. If God's not splitting the Red Sea, then I don't know what we're celebrating. I don't know the fact that he fed them every day. Their clothes didn't wear out. It's amazing if you think about it. Their shoes didn't get tight around their feet. You didn't hear anybody in there going, thank you, God, every day for, hey, my shoes still fit on my feet. It's amazing. Every victory acknowledged. In Romans 8.37, it says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In how many of those things? All these things. <laughs> all right, let's go with that. Let's go with that deep, deep theological teaching. How many is all? Every. How many is every? All. Okay. <laughs> I know. Well, God doesn't mean all when he says all. Yes, because he uses every, the very next word. So, yeah. God is granting us great, great gifts on an everyday basis. Where are we? What's our attitude? Right? I, I got one. I know. I know. I got one for you. Did you pay your car bill? Did you pay your rent? Did you bless somebody? Somebody bless you? It's just, all, just like any of that. You think every day? Pfft, every day. How about every hour? You know, we could be a little bit more like, like Brother Lawrence who checked every 15 minutes. I'm not asking you to do that, but every 15 minutes. Could you imagine? Wow. Here is going, to the, 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 you know, here's what we're going to challenge each other on. Nobody's going to, there's not a guilt trip. I'm not asking you to do something you can't. I can do all things through Christ. Yeah, I've been giving things a good thing. Always give, give thanks in all things, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. We're just going to do our best to say thank you. I mean, that's just that's it. Just every time the Lord gives you that little, oh, I got through that. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, if you want to say praise the Lord or thank you or I don't, does it matter? No. You're giving it to God. He doesn't, he just let it be from the heart, right? Nehemiah 9.25, they ate and were filled, became prosperous, and delighted in your great goodness. We need to delight in the great goodness of God. 
God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good, right? I mean, Brad said he's got a great, great statement there. I mean, they have this one. The air and the ability to breathe it. You and I are entitled to nothing. We're entitled to judgment. I guess that would be <laughs> should really do it. You're not getting that judgment. You know you're not getting that judgment. Every victory acknowledged. Does that mean that everything will be perfect? No, nobody said that. I'm looking for it. I'm looking underneath my desk. Did I say that? Nope, nope. Under my papers? Nope, didn't say that. It's just when the Lord does something, we say, oh, that is just thank you. Whether it's huge or just right there in front of you. And, and, I, will, and I will say this in the, in the nicest capacity. But even when somebody's nice to you on the road, that'll pretty much sum up everybody every day right there. Which is just a person's just nice. Praise the Lord. Must be an angel sitting on top of that car. <laughs> That's all you can think of. Because most of the time it ain't that way. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to expand your mind and your thinking. I'm not don't want anybody to get guilt in this, and I don't want anybody to get legalistic. Just try to step up the game. I'm gonna try and step up my game. You try and step up your game. We'll try and step up our game together. Do a little bit of Eva. Every victory acknowledged. Nothing larger, nothing smaller. We just recognize the grace of God gives us life. And we should say, thank you for the grace of God. And again, I don't care how you do it. Let's just do it. That would be the key. Okay? All right. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame. It may be fun. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM because if there is no resurrection there is no eternal being do you understand it's not like we all do an osmosis and become part of some gaseous cloud that hangs around Jupiter and that's how we get one with the universe that's rubbish 
Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and three days later was raised from the dead. And every single book in the New Testament testifies to that fact. The David Spoon Experience. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon Experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations, and is a summa cum laude for his BA degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our next trivia question. Uh, Lewis wanted to know uh, if I could help on the app. I think one of the apps is not working. So the apps for 770 is just lagging. It's not that it's not working. So it's either uh, for the Apple or for the, because they have the one for Apple and they have one for Android. And so I can't, I don't have a lot that I can do about that. But we do have an app, Spoonanity. It's not as good as their app, but it does work. And the listen live button works. And we have, most people haven't had too many problems with that. So uh, unfortunately, we do not have that for Apple because uh, mucho dinero we do not have. <laughs> this is the nicest way to put it. But praise the Lord, it gives us the ability to be intimate. See? See what we're talking about, Eva? Every every victory acknowledged. Ha 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 ha. So if you got an Android, then you can uh, go to Spoonanity. That's right. That's exactly what I called it, Spoonanity. <laughs> I know that doesn't make any sense, but hey, <laughs> that's the part of the fun. Uh, oh, trivia question. Okay, I got a trivia question. Less teaching and stuff like that. Uh, this is going to be relatively easy, especially with the hint. Okay. All right. Uh, who said to the people, the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is a land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven? Wow! Who said that? I'll give you a couple seconds, and then uh, we'll go from there. Uh, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at org. In the meantime, we do have to do our history because I wrote it, so we're going to do it. Let's do history. Let's go All right, uh, a couple things to tell you. Uh, today is square dance day. I've never done square dancing. Me either. I, 
cannot dance. Therefore, I do not think it would help if somebody said, well, you can do a two-step. I can't even do a one-step, let alone a two-step. No comment. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Today is Chia Pet Day. Nobody really cares about that except for a long time ago they had a Chia Pet, a Chia Pet-like offshoot brand, and it looked just like one of my friends, his face, and so I sent it to him for Christmas. I always thought that was funny. Uh, I love this one. You know how you always hear the the expression "the customer's right." The customer's right. Today is customer's wrong day. Oh, great! <laughs> no, you're wrong. Okay, and then uh, finally, it's National uh, Lemon Cream Pie Day, which is like, if you like it, you like it. I like lemon cream pie, but I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, I mean anything like that. Uh, Let's see. In 1987, Joe Montana of San Francisco 49ers completes an NFL record 22 consecutive passes. That's pretty good. And then 1972, you guys all ought to know this. This will be a little bit deep for D, but Pong, the arcade video game Pong is released. It was the first world's, the world's first commercially successful video game ever created. Bushnell uh, liked the results so much that the market is Pong. Uh, and then he later sued Atari for patent infringement and made a billion dollars and besides that. So do you know what Pong is? I don't. Okay. Now, yeah. I heard of Atari. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you ever see the uh, the goalies that look like sticks and yep. the, the little ball that goes up? That's Pong. Oh, wow. That is I the, think I do know that. That is the original Pong. All right. For those of you who are having a hard time with my trivia questions, I'm going to help you out because I love you guys. Uh, who said to the people, the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is the land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from the heaven? Here is your only hint. It's one of the three stooges. <laughs> if you guys don't get it, I can't help you. It's one of the three stooges. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, 972 0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Aunt Deb got the pow pow on this one, by the way. Let me do this last teaching. Is there something else I was going to tell you guys? Okay, so for those that did not hear me earlier, we are doing First Timothy as the next book. Then Samuel is right behind it. It's already been loaded and ready, loaded and ready to go. Uh, it's uh, already prepped. Uh, but we are going to be starting Timothy. That's going to be in like three weeks. And I promise you, you will hear things. You will go, uh, I, I can guarantee you'll go, uh, I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> Believe me. That's coming. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Uh, John chapter, this is called the ladder. John chapter one, verse 47 through 51. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, when you were under when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened. And the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Okay? All right. Let me just point that out to you. Okay? that's I'm not sure what that feedback is. It's from somebody. Don't worry about it. Okay? 
in the beginning of this exchange, Jesus mentions that he sees Nathaniel sitting under the, the fig tree. Now, it's a fair, honest question to say, well, gosh, how did Jesus see him? That's where people get into the word of knowledge or word of wisdom or something, some manifestation by the power of the Holy Spirit to give Jesus the ability to see uh, where Nathaniel was. And it's like, wow, that's uh, very, very cool. He was very impressed, so much so that he goes, Rabbi, you're the son of God. You're the king of Israel. Right? And it's like, that was a pretty impressive little statement, little really response. Here's what Jesus then says. Jesus says, yeah, that's nothing. I got so much more to show you, it's going to completely alter your brain. How much more are you going to show me, Jesus? He's going to have heaven open. So just so you and I can get this for a split second, heaven and earth have a dimensional separation. And Jesus says, I'm going to tear the fabric of that dimensional separation to show you things. And it's just like, what? It's like, what? And see, what we don't get is how serious this all is. Remember Jesus is like, yeah, I'm not from here, but here I am kind of thing. Okay, angels are going to descend, ascend and descend. So what is that from? That's from Bethel, the the, the point of, of in Genesis where the angels were going up and down. Uh, I think it was Jacob who had the dream of the angels going up and down on the ladder, right? And Jesus makes it absolutely clear by saying what he said, that it is through him as the gateway that you and I will be able to see heaven and that his disciples will be able to see angels going up and down. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened. People are like, it doesn't say you can see heaven. Truly, Truly, see, I love doing this. I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man because the up and down between heaven and earth is because of the Son of Man. He's the gateway. He's the heaven gate. And that's the ticket. And it's like, and then when Jesus would tell me, oh, you, you, look, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then there's uh, poor Philip. He's like, oh, show us the Father. It'll suffice us. And then Jesus is like, don't you know me, Philip, after I've been with you such a long time? How can you even say that? He's like, look, it's me. You're seeing, when you see me, you see him. When you see me, you see him. You see him, you see me. You see the Holy Spirit. You're seeing us. It's like, and people are like, what? Jesus tears the fabric of the dimensional separation between heaven and earth. Just think about that. Just think if the Lord came down and said, okay, everybody, I want you to see every angel and every demon on earth right now. First, the number one disease would be cardiac arrest. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Because people would be killing over left and right. It's just like, come on. Right? Second, and I maintain this and will always maintain this, there would be more demons in places people did not anticipate demons than they ever imagined. Churches and otherwise. <laughs> Sorry, they can't get mad at me about that. And then there will be more manifestations. of. And all I'm trying to tell you is, look, Jesus is the one that tears that fabric open. The answer is in Jesus. I always love that idea of a bumper sticker. Ask Jesus. Couldn't hurt.
<laughs> there you go. Uh, who said to the people, the land you are crossing of the Jordan to take possession of the land is a land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from the heaven? <clears throat> the answer is Moses. Or the Three Stooges, Larry, Moe, and Curly. Get it, Larry? Moe and Curly. Let's see. Let's see. People are like going, yeah, do we pay for this? Not really. <laughs> that would be my answer. <laughs> but that's a good one. Never forget, the barrier is broken through Jesus Christ. You want to know more about God that's your answer. Knock, knock. I want to come into your heart, he said. Open the door and let him in. Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.